0: Hi, and welcome to the Tales from the Trail podcast by Matchplay. In this episode, I welcome two current youth players and two college coaches. Mary Shimko, the head coach of women's soccer Mm -hmm. at Brandeis University, and Justin Chesham of Christopher Newport University, have a great conversation with two members of the Richmond Strikers. Jack, a defensive midfielder on the boys' U19 Elite boys team, and Emma of the U19 Elite girls team. Both student-athletes want to continue playing in college. They ask questions of the coaches and vice versa. There's a ton of useful guidance that applies to everyone and insights into how coaches think about recruiting. A big thank you to Glenn Gray, a previous guest of the podcast who is the college advisor for the Richmond Strikers for helping make this happen. Please take an extra minute to rate and review the podcast where you listen. This is a huge help. Share the podcast with whomever you think would be interested and will help in their process. Check us out on social media as well. The links can be found at matchplayrecruit.com.
1: Jack, have you been interacting at all with, uh, with Coach Jefferson, Coach Noah? <laughs> Who? God, That's a great way to start this podcast. <laughs> uh, yes. Great way. He might be working with the younger kids. Emma, do you know Coach Noah? Yeah, I do. Right. All right. It's so good. he does work there. Yeah. So we can't teach him about this. Does he coach you at all, Emma? Yeah,
2: sometimes. Yeah, how's Shooting he doing? With us sometimes. Oh, I love him. He's awesome.
1: All right, all right, all right. Well, <laughs> Jack, don't worry, buddy. You're not missing out too much. <laughs> he used to coach with us at CNU, and he played as well. And uh, so it's it's he's been at the club. I think it was a second year, third year at the club, something like that. Yeah. So he just had a baby too. So yeah good one i'm glad you said who that's a that's the best way to start the podcast mm-hmm. i can't wait to note. I'm
0: definitely posting that as a clip yes yeah. i'm tagging him yeah. Um, <laughs> awesome yeah that's it that's actually a really good first question um emma you have any uh what's your uh first question for uh coach shimko
2: yeah so obviously when you look at players you're looking at their soccer talent um, but other than that like what are the most important things you look for in your recruits
3: Yeah such a good question Emma. I always say that I I look for good players but just as importantly I look for good people um love uh reaching out to high school call, uh, club coaches asking about you know what, what are you like you know outside of training you know when you show up for training after training um, what kind of teammate are you? I think, you know, you can have a team full of talent, but if, if they're not full of good people who want to buy in and, and want to commit to a process, um, then success is, is hard to come by. And I think, you know, the, the successful teams in, in, this, uh, in this country have a lot of good players, but, but a lot of good people. And I think the other thing I really look for is, is compete level. Um, I love a player when they say, you know, what do I, what do you love about soccer? And they say, I love to compete. Um, I think that, you know, competing, there's just like this innate fire in you that, you know, isn't something that you can create overnight. It's something that that you're almost born with. And I think you need that drive and that ambition um, to push through adversity, to push through the hard times, you know. Seasons have ebbs and flows, and you need somebody who wants who wants to compete and, and make those people around them better. So I'd say just good human beings, people who are inclusive, caring, supportive, but also you know want to win. They want to fight for for uh, fight for that W. So um, I'd say those are two really important things that I look for in a player.
0: Emma, you have a follow up to that.
2: Yeah. So what about in terms of academics? What do you look for? Yeah, you know,
3: I think that's another piece. Obviously, that's a big piece of the puzzle is, you know, are they a good academic fit? Um, You know, a a student who's going to push themselves in the classroom, you know, we look at transcripts, we look at the classes you take in high school. And I think, you know, having a few APs in there, um, you know, challenging yourself with courses, honors courses, things that are, you know, maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone. But are what's going to prepare you for that, for that next level. So, um, you know, there's different schools have different standards of getting in, but, um, you know, it's, it's a high academic school where I coach. And so it's really, really important that you can balance both the academic and athletic piece. So seeing, seeing those players who, you know, play for good clubs, but also are challenging themselves in the classroom is, is really, really important.
0: Cool. Um, Emma, we'll come back. Jack, play one on uh, Coach Chesham there. What you got?
4: All right. So when a player is starting the pro- the recruiting process, what is a way that a player can start communications with the coaches? And then how is what is a good way that they can keep a conversation
1: going with a coach? Sure. Um, so you're a senior, so that's uh, a little more time sensitive, of course. And mm-hmm. uh, the idea is to get in front of us as soon as you can. And so, you know, you want to send emails. That's always the the smartest way to get to us. I mean, that's what we're checking every day and making sure we're doing our homework properly. And of course, we're in season. So, you know, that's that's something we're just jumping all over. And I, I don't know, Mary, I don't know if you are also recruiting right now. It's, I'm I'm sure you're finding it difficult to find time to squeeze out and go watch a game or. Uh, none of the tournaments have really kicked off yet. They're coming up here quick. But uh yeah, I, to answer your question though, I would definitely stick to the uh, to email and making sure you're staying up with us. And uh, like I'm not gonna be able to watch you maybe all the time. So keeping me posted like, hey, coach, I scored a couple goals this weekend, or you know, I had a you know, we got a big one coming up. We're playing the kickers, so it's a big rivalry game. So I know you guys are gonna get after it and that's the game I wanna go watch. You know, it's something that was a little bit more on the line than just a recruiting game. And uh, just keeping me posted is key. I mean, that's the the key for right now. Uh, you know, if you were younger, I would say you can add to that. That's where you could jump into an ID or something. Uh, you know, that's a different type of communication there for you. Uh, your coach, your coach is somebody that could reach out as well. That's just another another carrot in your hat for us to come out and watch you and give us reason to watch you and um but the key right now would be just to keep us posted keep emailing us let us know we got the tournaments coming up you're going to start getting your schedules start sending those to us so we can make sure we take notes and you know get to your game so we can make some decisions here quickly
2: and going off of that there's been schools that i'm really interested in and obviously i want to keep them updated do you have like an estimate on like how often you should keep the coach updated like when you should tell them your schedules how often you should update them on your games and your performance and how your team's doing
1: sure so i would have to say if you're gonna be you're you're it's go time for you you know so you're a junior so uh maybe you know coach mary can explain this a little bit easier on the women's side it's earlier and so you're pretty much in the same boat as jack is right now i'll tell you right now jack on the men's side Almost all D3s are wide open still. A lot of D1s are patient, taking their time. You know, one of the things we're going to jump into tonight, I'm sure, is the COVID situation where we are all still dealing with COVID on our rosters. At least most of us are having fifth years for one more season. And, you know, all the coaches I've been talking to are still talking about some of them are coming back, some of them aren't. We don't know the answers yet. Uh, Maybe Coach Mary knows better about her roster. You know, I, I don't know. It depends on if you have grad programs. And so we're all kind of sitting in weird roster situations. And from what I'm gathering is everybody's very patient this year on what to do with their rosters. Um, you know, for us, we're, we're still recruiting seniors. So we're talking about kids that will be on our roster next year. You know, Mary might be one class ahead of us uh, already. I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, I would say you, being persistent not a problem. You know, like we talk about, oh, yeah, that kid writes us pretty frequently. I mean, he clearly likes our program. He's following our games. You know, he just said, hey, great win over the weekend. You know, I watched your game. Oh, by the way, I scored a goal over the weekend and we got another one coming up this week. Like I'm going to, even if I don't respond to 30 emails over the course of the whole time, I'm, I'm, I'm going to remember that kid. And when I go watch you at a tournament, I'm going to be like, all right, number 12, I got to go watch that kid. He loves Christopher Newport. And that's such, I put so much value into that. If you love my school, I, that's such an important piece to the puzzle for us. And uh, so I'm, at the very least, this is all you can ask for is I'm going to make sure I focus on you during your game. And so, uh, yeah, I, I would be persistent, you know, you know, once a week update. That's not it's not going to hurt us. Um, you know, I, I, I would be careful with the timeline and making sure that you're getting some honesty after you've been seen. And that'll uh, that'll help how often you email the person. And and uh, well, let me fire something back at you. What is your list right now? Like how many schools? You don't have to give me specifics, but how many schools do you have on your list?
2: I'd say there's five main schools that I've really been looking at. Um, I definitely have a top three or four that I'm like really interested in. I went to visit their campus. I've done campus tours. Um, I met with their coach and players. Um, and So I would say about five that I just love every aspect of.
1: Okay. And are you going to one of those schools no matter what? I hope
3: so. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, I'd say, you know, like, to reiterate what Justin is saying, like reaching out every couple weeks, like like doesn't have to be long whatsoever. Just like, hey, coach, saw, saw you play, you know, Rochester this past weekend and really liked what I saw. Or, hey, I see, you know, your record is so-and-so, like – um, you know, just had a game last weekend. This is how it went. Um, you know, even if you have like a few clips from that game, um, but something short and sweet doesn't have to be a super lengthy email just saying, Hey, I'm still interested. You know, um, there's some tournaments coming up, like Justin said, and just letting them know, letting us know where, where you're going to be. And, um, you know, if, if you have that showcase schedule, you can include it, but just giving them, Hey, I'm, I might be at this same showcase as you in a couple weeks, um, if you're there, can you come watch me play? You know, just casual, consistent feedback is is totally acceptable um, and really helpful because exactly what Justin said is like I'm I'm going to put in that effort, you know, in in seeing you since you're putting in that effort and you know trying to consistently communicate with us. Like I love that. I think you you are spot on with that, Justin.
1: Emma, where are your schools located? How many are Virginia?
5: Um, two
1: two out of the five. Yes. Gotcha. Jack, what about you? What's your what's your list look like in terms of uh geography? Where are you where are you located? I'm um, mainly Virginia. Mainly Virginia. Okay. That's good. So Emma, you went to a Soccer Masters camp. And so that you got to be seen were were the other would you say two were Virginia were the other three uh out of your five there?
2: Um I
1: believe so, yes. Oh, there you go. That's good. All right. And then Jack, you you know, if you're looking in state and you're you know, you're gonna be seen very, very frequently here in the
5: next month or two. That's good. So you guys are doing your homework. I like that.
1: I think you're on mute, Scott. I think I would have learned by now. Uh, yeah. The uh
0: <laughs> the um what are the big events like on the boys side and the girls side um, that are upcoming that uh you know these guys will hopefully be at that you guys are going to go ahead Mary yeah
3: yeah the have, um, we have a local one up here at the NFC showcase um I know there's PDA coming up in a couple weeks um ECNL Tennessee and then there're the same weekend is um, the ga showcase in norco um, but Staying staying up here for a few local tournaments, and then we'll we'll be heading to Tennessee and and California in the next couple of weeks.
1: Gotcha. Now on the on the boys' side, I'm hoping I don't go recruiting until December, because that means we're making a, a nice run there, right, Mary? Right? You don't you don't uh, want to well, do? It
3: I know, you. I know. Yeah,
1: yeah. would love
3: uh, to be doing the same.
1: Exactly. Uh, but coming up, you have. Uh, I know that we're going to be a little bit more. Geography based. I mean, we're we're a state school, so kind of like Jack's situation. We're looking for not just in state kids, but that's where you know those are that's the cheapest for those guys, and so we do really well there. And so we'll stay somewhat local. We'll we'll look at the the NCFC event in Raleigh. Uh, It's the same weekend as Bethesda, so that makes it a little difficult. You know, those aren't exactly right next door to each other. And I also think the ECNL regional league events the same weekend, so that makes that one very difficult. And then we have the same. Your tournament's in Nashville. Ours is in Greer, South Carolina for the ECNL event. And uh, we have a few uh, ID camps as well during that time. And uh, I think there's a Thanksgiving weekend one in Maryland that we're going to check out as well. So those will be the main events. No, go ahead.
2: Going off of that, when you guys look for recruits and are trying to find players, You guys recruit mostly from showcases and tournaments, and seeing players there, or from ID camps that you guys host.
3: I'd say for me, it's a bit of both. Um, You know, primarily it's it's players reaching out saying, "Hey, coach, like I have a ton of interest in Brandeis, and would love for you to come watch me play." And then, you know, if uh, if I get the chance to see them play, and they're like like Emma, like you said, consistently communicating, you know, put put in the effort to go see them. Um, and you know, if they have the opportunity to come to our ID clinic, I think it's, you know, I, we actually do have a, a really great turnout, and I think a good experience for our, our our recruits. You know, they get to meet the coaching staff, they get to see the campus, they get to see some of the players. Um, and I think that that's a great opportunity to get some of those kids we see at the showcase to get on campus and you know get a feel for for what it's like here. So mixture of both, um, I'd say. I don't generally get too many kids where it's just a a one one off. They come to our ID clinic and that's that. Um, has that happened? Yeah, but um, typically it's you know I've seen them in a few other um, seen them at a few other events and uh, have have made that connection with them. I don't know, Justin. What about you?
1: Sorry, I got I got stuck there. Um, so. Well, yeah, I mean, the the answer would be both. Um, I, mean, I definitely put a ton of value into the tournaments. We're going to go and see the teams that we want to see and the specific players. And going into the big events, we get a lot of a lot of emails. And so we want to try to maybe in the beginning, we'll spread ourselves out. We'll spend uh, most of our time in the next few events will be senior driven just so we can wrap up our class. And uh, going into the spring, we'll still watch some seniors because there'll still be a few out there that are good players that are still still looking for a good home but most of our attention will be on to the 2025 class and starting to build what that database is going to look like. And then from there though, we will start, you know, we want to invite a lot of people to our ID. We want to see who's super interested in Christopher Newport. And then from there we will, you know, obviously pull more kids out of that. I mean, the ID camps allow us to coach kids one-on-one to, you know, really interact with them, get to see who they are on the bench. You know, we, I usually will, just during an ID camp, I'll just go sit down next to kids that I'm interested in and just talk to them. I just want to see kind of what they're thinking what's going through their mind during the, during the game, you know, give them a little feedback. It's something that I'm not allowed to do at the Jefferson cup or at another tournament. I can't, I can't coach you guys during that. So it really gives us a different opportunity to see who you are and, you know, see if there's a relationship there that we want to build and, and see if there's an opportunity to, to bring you on. So definitely all of them. Uh, I will tell you this, though, Emma, um, my guess, Mary, is that you are recruiting way more national than I am. Uh, you're probably looking coast to coast and north and south and, you know, with uh, with the demand at your academic place. And you're probably getting interest from all over the country. I mean, we we do, too, but not at the level that you have to get it from. Uh, are you spending, Mary, more time on film? And how critical is that for you? Uh, because, I mean, what, you can't just, oh, I'm going to go hop on a plane and go watch this kid in L.A. for a game. You know, it's just it's not going to happen.
3: Yeah. I, you know, I, I do spend some, you know, especially with the kids from the West Coast, like the film piece definitely helps. And I think, you know, I'm I'm somebody who needs to see see, you know, the players in action live in person, but like that little – preview of what they're like over film is so critical and so helpful um helps yeah. me kind of narrow my, narrow down my list when I go to showcases so um you know yes yeah film is film is huge for us here but it's not the end all be all and it's not like that's not what I base my decisions on um but mm-hmm. it certainly helps when you know I'm uh, like right now I'm like I, kids are reaching out from the West coast saying, Hey, like, I know you can't see me play right now, but you know, here's a clip of a goal I had last weekend and just helpful to keep that communication. And then, you know, when I do have the chance to see them play, you know, I'll have the opportunity to hopefully prioritize them in in that tournament. Um, Sure. Emma, question for you, like those five schools, have you, have you gone to those ID clinics or is it mostly been they've been identified at, you know, or been watched at, at showcases what has your experience been like so far
2: yeah so it depends on the school um, a good amount of them i toured either this summer or these past few months um and then i've gone to attend some of the idea camps i haven't gotten around to like attend all of them yet but i've gotten to attend a good amount of them um, which has been really nice because i gotten to really like meet the coach and kind of see their coaching style, um, and all the ID camps have been different. There's one I went to um, at Soccer Masters where there was probably like eight to ten schools there. So that was like one setup. It was two days long, full day. Um, and then there's another one um, where it was like one school, like a whole day, um, where there's like Q and A's with the team and players currently there, and also the coach. Um, and it like really helped me. I think learn more about the program. Um, and what they have to offer and also like the team culture there's an id camp that i went to i think like two weeks ago um and it was really neat because they invited us um to come the day before the id camp and get to watch one of their games against their biggest rivals um and i think that also helped me get to see the playing style um, which really got me interested in the school too and the team just know it, like seeing that they play kind of similar to how my team plays Yeah. So they've all been different,
3: but. I mean, that I think, Emma, that's awesome. Like getting, you know, your foot on campus, like getting to watch them play in person the day before. Huge. I would always suggest that, like when you're looking at a school, try to go see what they what the team looks like, you know, watch whether it's in person or or on film. But I think that piece really, really helps as well. And um, yeah, getting on campus, getting to meet the team, getting to meet the coaching staff
5: um, is, is pretty big. What are you two looking to study? I'm
4: looking to study uh, business or specifically sports management. So if a school doesn't have sports management, then I'll go into the business side. Okay.
2: I'm kind of interested in the same thing, business and marketing.
1: Okay. So why why those two majors? Why would you pick those two? Jack, why would you pick, uh, I'm guessing, regular management if uh, they don't have sports management? yes sports
4: management specifically because watching a lot of soccer i kind of want to be a part of like a soccer team be like the director of football somewhere that would be like my main goal for a career in the future but just
1: sports really interests me so okay and then emma why did you choose you said marketing it was kind of the specialization okay.
2: okay business and marketing um like in high school i've taken several like business classes, marketing classes. I'm taking sports marketing right now. And I really just loved it. I've done like, we have marketing clubs and business clubs at our school and I really just enjoy it. And I think it's just something that I'm interested in studying.
1: And what type of uh, career path do you think you're going to go with that?
2: You know, I'm not sure yet. I'm still a junior well, you in high school. Doing,
1: you said you're doing some clubs. So what have you enjoyed? Like what is what does the club do?
2: Um, Uh, There's the business club is called Women in Business and it's kind of just female empowerment and kind of learning about business in the real world. And then the other one's called DECA and it's a marketing club. Um, I've done that for the past few years. Um, and it's been really interesting. It's kind of like role plays and putting you in real world business scenarios. Um, and teaching you how to like market yourself and market like businesses, and like conduct interviews and
1: stuff like that. Nice. Okay. And you enjoyed that. That's why you're excited. Gotcha. Cool. Can Emma, I ask have you, you a... applied
0: uh, what you've learned into your recruiting process? You kind of have you guys did. seen yourselves as entrepreneurs, you know, managing your own little businesses?
2: Yeah. I would uh-huh. say for freshman year, I took marketing, it's just plain marketing, and it's all about marketing yourself. Um, <clears throat> with that, I actually created a website. Um, with just information about myself that I can send to college coaches and it just has information about me, um, my highlight video, my upcoming schedule, my academic like, details regarding like academics um, and my resume. Um, that way I can just send the link to coaches um, and they can just see the most updated information about myself. So yeah, that's like the main way I really use marketing to help just show yep. myself to other coaches who like may not know me in person and I like may not have the opportunity to see me in person or meet me yet
3: I feel like that's like so critical in like today's world like yet yeah, there's so many like female soccer players Emma and like you, you have to be able to market yourself I think there's like historically you know people assume oh you go to a showcase you know you get looked at by a coach they ID you you, you know that's how you get recruited but I I, I think you're on such the right path with how you're approaching the process and, and marketing yourself. It's, it's huge. I think that's how you catch a coach's attention. Um, You know, you have to be creative. You have to be, um, you know, promoting yourself, your strengths, you know, what you're good at, you know, what you're passionate about. Um, You know, I think being specific about what you're interested in studying and like, including the highlights like that, that it's, it's, Advocating for yourself, and um, you know you're starting that as a junior, and I think that that'll that's probably why you've you already have you know a a narrowed down list because you're you're putting in the work into that process. And I will say, like uh, like Jack, that the women's side just happens so much earlier than the men's side. I think um, you know most Division three schools or most Division one, two, and three schools are are wrapping up their twenty four class on the girls' side, but so, so different on the boys' side. So, um, you know, I just, I think, Emma, right time and, and you know, right process that you're, you're going through right now.
0: Yeah, Jack, you've done a website as well. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess as coaches, do you, how do you guys interact with those websites? And is it something that you use as a resource when you're, you know, contacted by kids and that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, I actually pulled yours up right now. I'm looking at the last email you sent me, Jack. And uh, look at you, man, jackcranston.com. Yeah, it's like named after yourself. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) So the best part of your email, Jack, and I've, you know, Scott, how many times you heard me say this, this is at your personal email. So I could just press reply and go right to you. I don't have to click on your profile. Oh, I, I don't have one here. I have to create my own profile just to see your profile. And then through your profile, I could find your email, so I could finally respond. And if I have hundred emails for the Jeff Cup on a Tuesday, I'm, I'm not going to do all of that. I'm sorry. And so that's awesome. I could press reply to yours, and you gave me a link straight to your website, which I just scrolled it, and within five seconds I got a highlight video. So that's that's perfect. That's exactly what we need. Uh, I don't think it could be much easier than that. I know that there's somewhere, you know, it's through the databases, and that's fine, I guess, but. A lot of those databases, this is where I get a little concerned, a lot of those databases, I can't press reply. You'll see it has like some 80 character thing that you just, where's that going to go? It's going to go to the abyss. I mean, I remember when I, I, my first time in this job, I would see those emails and I'd click reply and I'd oh, yeah, and send this reply. I'm like, man, this kid never wrote me back. What's going on? And and I realized, oh yeah, I'm I'm writing to nobody. And I had to click through your profile and find your email and I appreciated that. So your email is perfect. Uh, I would post it and share all your details. There's probably some laws against that, but uh, great job. It's an email directly to your personal account with just a link, a couple details. It's exactly awesome. So that's what we're looking for. You know, if it's someone I've never seen before, when you sent me this email, I didn't know who you were. And so it's easy to click on it, watch a few minutes, and that's great. My best advice for your highlight videos, I've said this a few times, is Give me your good stuff right away. Get me liking it so I'm like, all right, I like these first three clips. I'm going to watch the rest of your clips. If your first three or four clips don't really have anything that I want to see, I may not watch the rest. I mean, it's just the reality of it. So um, get me hooked, hook me in, keep me there, and I'll watch the rest of your clips. So good job on you. Kudos. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pick on cheese because he's a good friend of mine and i know he can take it but uh like when you're when you're emailing coaches you have to assume that you know maybe they're not as tech savvy as you you know and so like you have to make it as simple as possible for them right i mean so that someone like i don't know coach Chesham here can can figure it out right so you have to assume that um, they're not working on the same plane as you
1: just the other day, I couldn't figure out how to get email on my phone. So I've hit that time. I'm there. I don't have (laughs) social media guys. I am way behind. So I am, I need it within a click. I need to be able to find you. So make it easy and assume we're all the same. There's a lot of young coaches out there that know what they're doing, but you gotta, I'm sure all of your lists have a few older old dogs that don't know how to do all that technology stuff. So make, make it as easy as you can for us. Okay. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, Jack, but you have any more questions? Um, oh,
4: I don't think I have any more questions. Okay. Right now. Okay.
0: You working on them? You brewing yeah, them? Yeah. <laughs> right, cool. Um, Emma, you have any more?
2: Yeah. Well, going off of what Coach Chesim just said, when you're emailing coaches, um, what information do you think is important for prospects to include um in emails like? in terms of both soccer information about their team and themselves and, like, what positions they play and, like, what non-soccer information, like, academically, interests, stuff like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, Emma, I think the what you said earlier, like, what you're interested in and, and why you're interested in it, like, I think – you know, if you're going back and forth with a coach and talking about, you know, a specific program that they ha- that they offer, um, you know, I, I think you talking about the clubs that you're interested in is, is really um, useful information. I think it shows that like, you're pretty passionate about the business world. And, you know, if the school has a strong business program, like that's, that's going to stand out, you know, that you, you put yourself in, you know, clubs and, and different academic settings where you've, you've had that experience and you know, um, you know what that curriculum looks like and what it could look like at the college level. So I think that's just helpful information, giving, giving them you know that, that background on why you're so passionate about business and um, how you've used that passion um, in your studies. So I think, you know, if, if you're going back and forth with a coach about that, really useful information. Um, I think, you know, the small updates about, you know, whether you had a game this past weekend, how your club team's doing, how your high school team's doing. Um, you know, some, some little tidbits occasionally about why you are enjoying what you're doing, um, how you're growing. Um, you know, I, I love a, I love a good fun fact. Anything that's going to personalize you, Emma, I think is really going to be helpful. Um, but again, like I'm, I'm like, Justin, like, I'm not going to read this like long, lengthy email before a showcase. Like, I just don't have the time for that. So, um, you know, just some quick, quick updates, uh, pretty helpful.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're you're going to put all the good stuff in there. You're going to put your name, your club team, your schedule this weekend in the tournament and what field and all that fun stuff. Here are the things that are forgotten. Uh, jersey number, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, great, I got to go figure out who this kid is. There's no picture, there's nothing. I have to now go do the research to find out who you are. So make sure you add your Jersey number. Um, Brandeis is a e- excellent school. So you better have a really, really good GPA to get in there. Seeing you, we're not... There we're close though. I mean, we need I, my last G, my last team was a 4.2 at a high school. So I want to know your GPA. I want to know that. Oh, this kid's going to do great at Christopher Newport. I don't need to hold his hand all four years and get him graduated. So throw that in there. That's definitely critical for us. Uh, I like hearing some sort of relationship to the university. So if you have a specific reason, so you played for one of my old coaches, or you interact with us in some capacity, or even if it's just simply I visited the school last week and I absolutely thought it was beautiful, something that shows me that you've done more than just uh, okay, who are the top few schools, Division three in the state of Virginia, so I can stay close to home and pay in state tuition like i need I need more than that that's gonna separate, like you're talking about uh, Coach Mary. I mean, it's something that's gonna grab me, something like, oh, I did my research. i I can tell that, oh, this is just an email that he took the coach's name and the school's name out and replaced it with the next school, and the next coach. Like we can tell that stuff. And half the time, maybe not half the time, but a lot of the time they forget to change the name or something Now we definitely know you're just sending a mass email out to a bunch of coaches. So make it special, make it something like, all right, Jack really likes this school. He's a business guy. He sees that we have an awesome business school with a five-year program for a master's degree. And he visited campus cause we're an hour away and he thought it was beautiful. I mean, those two things alone make me say, "All right, well, Jack clearly likes his place." You know, something that's going to separate you is is critical. Not only that. We stuff actually
3: out. had a, a kid reach out recently. We our team has a works with a sports psychologist, and she reached out and said, "Hey, Coach Mary, like I actually know that sports psych that your team works with. Like I've worked with them personally. Like stuff like that piece again. Like exactly what Justin's saying is like like that took me aback. Like not only did they know like you know, who we were working with, you know, like that they also had that relationship with them. Um, those, those pieces are so important relatability and like that you, like you're doing the research that you're really passionate about the school and the program and, and that there's commonalities between both two, right. That like sports psych is really important to you, or the business piece is really important to you. So finding those commonalities with that, with that piece that, you know, connects you to the school.
0: Um, I was thinking, like, talk about Jack and Emma, um, how you guys are feeling right now, like where you are in the process, um, kind of describe the emotions that you have around it and, you know, do you feel like anxious about it or, you know, how are you feeling going into, you know, the last few months of this year and into the winter? Go ahead, Jack.
4: I'm feeling, uh... I'm feeling okay about how things are going. I have communication with a few colleges, and I feel like that's going good. But I, a, I actually have a question about ID showcases. And being a senior, are they like still important to be attending? Because I have the NCFC coming up, and then hopefully my teammates, Jeff Cup, which is in March – so would that tournament still be an important, like, because they have the ID, the ID before the tournament? So would that be important to go to?
1: So I would say this: uh, I I think it is if you're already far along with some schools. I think that you're now at a point where it's 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 time. It's time for you to start getting some responses. It's time for you to start getting some true feedback, and you may not be able to get it until you get a couple more camps in. Or a couple more tournaments because like i said we're we're in season we're in the grind and i'm hoping i can't go recruiting until december and then you're talking months and months and months from the last time i might have seen you play and so there is that chance but uh, i'll tell you what uh i was gonna start getting after you guys a little bit see where you were with your process but i think that you, you know jack you just mentioned you're talking to a few schools well let's say you're getting close and let's say they're like hey you know Jack, we like you. You know, you're one of the three guys that we're looking for that position. That's something that might encourage me to attend their ID camp or attend, you know, Jeff Cup one or the NCFC ID camp because that coach says he's going to be at that camp. Well, that that would make sense. I think that now you may have reached the point where I wouldn't be just winging it at some camps unless there's some free information I just think that you're you're towards the end. You know, I'm not. It's not over. Don't get me wrong here, but. I would say I would start really fighting to get more blunt responses from these coaches. It's time. I just think you're at that time. And I'll like I'll tell you right now, when I watch you play in the next couple months, you're going to be able to hear from me exactly my thoughts on you. And so don't attend the Christopher Newport ID camp until you get those thoughts. It's just that time. So, And I'm telling you that right now. We got an ID camp in December. So I'm just telling you, You know, just if you can get those thoughts before the camp, that's my best advice for you. Maybe, maybe I might have a little more time. What's, what's your timeline like, Mary? I don't want to like ruin any 2024s for you if you're still recruiting them.
3: Um, no, our, our, our 24 classes is pretty wrapped up, but like very much looking forward to getting on the road and, and, you know, looking at some 25s that were, you know, built some relationships with, and hopefully some of those kids have started to narrow down their list, um but still very much uh open looking for for 25s and excited for this next you know 6 to 7 months of of seeing seeing who we got and what relationships we can build and um yeah yeah we're we're pretty wide open with with the juniors seniors it's it's tougher it's a different situation um you know and the girl said would say you know very different story but um I, Emma where where are you at how are you feeling about um, where you're at in your process and, and these next few months?
2: You know, I was a little anxious at first because um, a lot of my team is a year older than me because it's how the birth years or like your yeah. birth months align. Um, and a lot of them were committing as juniors, obviously, while I was in early in their senior year while I was still a sophomore. So that made me a little bit anxious, but I think I've kind of realized I still have Another year with strikers. Um, And so I'm still kind of a year behind them, like, because I'm class of 2025. Most of them are 2024s. Um, So I think I've kind of like recognized that now. Um, But I feel pretty good about where I am so far in terms of talking with coaches. Um, I've been talking with Glenn, who's our college advisory director for strikers. Um, And he's really helped me and helped me figure out a timeline that would be ideal and just getting certain things, like, kind of learning certain things by certain times and attending ID camps around, like, for example, he said I should probably start attending ID camps my sophomore year, and then junior year, I should keep staying in communication and narrowing down my list more, um, and then by early senior year is when your list should be pretty much narrowed down, um, so I feel pretty good about where I am, and he's helped me feel good about that so far.
3: Emma, it sounds like you have a, a pretty good plan. Um, and I think way to use your, you know, your club resources and like the people who can, you can lean on, I would say like, make sure, yes, like really invest in those five schools. I think, you know, that's a good number with where you're at, but also like, keep an open mind, you know, as you, you know, attend these upcoming showcases, like who knows who's going to reach out? Like who knows if, if there's another school that might pop up on, on your radar and, you know, I I always say like happiness is a huge part of this. Like yes you want the soccer piece to fit. Yes you want the academic piece to fit. The financial piece, the social piece, the um like the geographical piece, but I think you know you, you got to find what makes you most happy. And um I always you know encourage even the kids I recruit to keep an open mind because you want you want to spend those the next four years there. Um, there's so many kids in the transfer portal. And I think really investing in, you know, all of the schools that, you know, spark your interest is is so critical and, and keeping an open mind if, if another one, you know, pops up on your list. And um, I, yeah, I think that that's a, a good place you're at in, in terms of your timeline.
2: So, yeah, I think that's a good point. I've been because I have like my five primary schools, but I'm still looking in, to other schools because my list is like constantly evolving as I like tour new schools and learn about new schools from other coaches like other coaches at, um, at the Richmond Strikers Club have helped like give me kind of ideas of places that might fit me well academically and athletically so my list has definitely been evolving over the past yes. few months um but
3: yeah evolving such a good word I think yeah it's a good good way to good way to put it
1: Emma, do you have any uh, classmates with the Richmond Strikers that have already committed as 25s or even 26s? Um,
2: classmates like as in on my team? Or-,
1: uh, or just other girls in the club in general. I just since it's, it's, it's a little earlier than the men's side. Is, uh, have, you, have you already experienced some of the girls? Have any girls in the club or anybody you know in the Richmond area, have they already started committing in your class?
2: Yeah, so most of my team is 2024s. I think there's like four of us that are 2025 still. Um but I would say I think there's 8 to 10 girls on my team that are already committed. Most of them I think are more local schools um in Virginia and then there's a few that are committed to schools up north.
1: Um yeah. Did that did that change you? Did you feel like you in you picked up more anxiety and more pressure or anything because your teammates or people that you know have committed?
2: Yeah, it definitely made me a little anxious at first because there was, cause most of my team was juniors last year. And so when we were out playing at showcases like NCFC and WAGS, um, there were all these coaches that would come and watch us. Um, and then after, there'd be coaches that would email me and reach out um, because they were watching our team anyways. So I would start to receive some emails and, like, hear from coaches. That's kind of when I started communicating with coaches because they had seen us play. um, Because a lot of girls on my team were starting to commit and talking to those colleges. Um, But, yeah, I would say it definitely made me anxious. But I think I realized I'm technically, like, a year behind them because they're all currently seniors and already committed. Um, Yeah.
1: So this is easier said than done, but don't let that affect you. Okay, this is your four years. This is your family's situation. This is your experience. And like Coach Mary was saying, look at all the things she mentioned that had nothing to do with winning and losing soccer games. I mean, there's so much involved in your four years. So I'll go in and give you a quick calendar on what soccer is like for your year. And Coach Mary is going to go through the same type of calendar. We check in, let's just say August 15th, roughly let's say we have a decent year. We make it We make it to the 16th. That's a, that's a pretty darn good year. That's November 15th, roughly. So you're talking to September, to October, to November. Three months. And do you know how many days they give us in the spring to be with our team? 24. 24. So three months plus 24 practices. We get to play one game in the spring, so I'm pretty excited about that one game. And then I don't see my guys again until they check back in in August. So three, let's just round up to four months. What are the, what are you doing the rest of the time? Like, what are you doing? That's eight months. You need to have a school that you love, a surrounding area you love, people there that you can, you know, relate to and inter- enjoy being around, uh, you know, like, do you know where Brandeis is? Brandeis is an awesome town. There's really good food in that area, My Father in law's there right now, probably crushing some lobster. I mean, it's just awesome up in that area. And so, look at you,
3: Justin. You know so much about Brandeis that I'm like,
1: it's a good school. Awesome. It's awesome. Thank and you. So, you know, it's it's so critical. And you know, here's here's a reality of it. Every school in the country has a bottom of their roster. There's a chance you don't play. There's a chance you don't play. It's just the way. It's a reality thing. And so, and you may be a great player. You just are behind a kid, or you got hurt, or Coach puts more value in somebody else and is not going to play you. So the question is, when you go to that place, is that home? Is that where you want to be? Are you going to be super happy there and you're going to give everything you got for four years and trust that you can get on the field and trust that you can eventually make it happen? That's that's all that matters. You know, Coach Mary already mentioned the transfer portal. You know, no kid right now in your shoes is hoping, all right, I'll just pick a place and if it doesn't work out, I go to the transfer portal. You know, like that's not what you want, Okay. Uh, sometimes you have to get in there. I totally understand. I'm helping some kids do it for grad purposes, you know, so it's definitely an important Avenue, but there's a lot of kids in there because they made decisions and they regretted it. They made a decision like, Oh, why did I do that? And I, I, I asked you specifically, Emma, because I had a, I have a buddy in Northern Virginia that coached an awesome team. uh, We're talking 10 years ago, probably your age at the time. So they were all sophomores or juniors. And they had, I think, 12 or 13 girls commit really, really early. And he said it was it was crazy dominoes. One girl committed, the next six, like, ah, I got to commit like right now. And they were sophomores and juniors. And they just, they all committed right away. Didn't go to school for two or three years, these girls. And then the worst news about 12, 12 girls that went division one, they, you know, specifically he was talking about the top girls, really good team. They won the national title in conference or in a club said nine of them before their freshman year was over were leaving the school. And so I'm, I'm saying this to you, Emma, because you're an awesome kid. You've got great grades. You've earned the right to be very picky and you should, you should be picky. And that's why I started off before we, we pressed play. I asked you, are you going to go to one of those five schools no matter what? And that's why I was asking you, you know, so I kind of wanted to pick on you two a little bit, it gave me an opportunity Uh, let's say you guys have an awesome list. You're good students. You're coming from good schools. Let's say your top five or even 10 schools don't offer you a spot. How are you going to handle that? I would love to hear this answer. What do you think, Jack? You got five of your five favorite schools. I know you got them. I could probably name them because we got some good schools here in Virginia. So tell me those schools, we don't offer you a spot. So many good kids. Let's just say, and you're good enough to play at those places. But let's just say it doesn't work out. What are you thinking? What's going through your mind?
4: So if I don't get the
1: college soccer, you don't what get am I doing after. Yeah, no, no, no. Let's say you get in. Let's say the five schools you get into them, everything works out. But Coach Cheese at CNU doesn't offer you a spot, and let's say Kilby at Mary Wall. You know, whatever. I'm just guessing on your list. They don't offer you a spot. Top five schools, you're accepted, you're in, you can go to those schools, you can afford it, it's what you want to do, but the soccer isn't going to work out at your top five schools. How do you handle that as a senior in high school and you're dealing with that right now? How would you handle that?
4: Well, looking at like the schools that I'm currently looking at, if I didn't get soccer, they'd still be on my list as a school that I'd consider. So it wouldn't be a big hit.
1: Great. But... I'd still I still school. To yeah, that's an awesome way to look at it. that's that's why I kind of asked you guys, are you still going there, no matter what? you've done your homework, you've done your work. I mean you have the g p a you're going to great schools, and it may not work out. It's just the reality of it I mean you know the, the my actually top few schools when I was growing up when I was in your shoes did not offer me, and I chose to go a different route and uh I'm not sure now that I know what I know, and I've seen you a good school, so don't get me wrong here, but I might have done something different you knowing. The way that I route. So, Emma, same question to you. You've got awesome five schools. You're a rock star student. You have earned the right to be picky as you can be on which awesome schools to go to. The Brandeis's, these NESCACs, Johns Hopkins. You got all these rock star schools, but none of them are for your spot. What are you gonna do?
2: Yeah, no, I agree with Jack with, with what Jack said. I think like that's something I've been thinking about. Like, if I were to get injured or something, like, would that still be somewhere I would want to go? even if I wasn't playing and I wasn't like playing was not an option. Um, so I think that's what I've been looking for in different schools. Um, but I've also thought of like alternatives if I weren't to get an offer to certain schools that I was really interested in. I think I really just like love soccer. And I think just staying involved with the game is something that's like really important to me. Um, I like I like referee um, and I'm really into that. And so I think that's something that, I would continue to do if I weren't playing soccer because it would obviously open up more time for me. And I think just staying involved or like coaching like youth soccer, I, um, I volunteer over the summer um, and do coaching with Richmond strikers sometimes. And then a few other like youth clubs around here. Um, So I think just staying involved um, with this sport is something that's like really important to me. Um, Yeah.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome music. To my ears. Music. So I, I was hoping you both said that. I think that's a fantastic answer and you've earned it. That's why I asked you those questions. And, uh, and Emma, to your point, there are other ways to be involved in the sport or other sports, uh, in general without being on the women's soccer team or the men's soccer team. There are definitely ways we have intramurals, there's club sports, there's other sports on campus for intramurals and for club. And you could also volunteer, you know, with the department or start getting a job in the department. And maybe you're working under the AD and you get to see other parts uh, of of what what it takes. I mean, like I said, our our seasons are four out of the 12 months. And so there's so much to the job other than, than kicking the ball on the field. So good for both of you. I think those are awesome answers. And I think that if there are kids that are going to be listening to this, I think that they absolutely should hear that. And, And that's, that's the best answer you could possibly give. And I appreciate both of those.
3: And and to add to that, you never know down the line, like if a program, you know, we graduated a big class last year, we had 11 um, graduate from our senior class. And so, um, you know, we had a, a, a young lady who had a lot of interest in the program, you know, her junior, senior year of high school. At the time, we didn't offer her a spot, but she did exactly what, what you two are talking about, applied to, applied to the school and, um, reached out and, you know, right before school started and, and asked if she could, you know, walk on and, you know, we offered her a tryout in the spring and, and now she's on our roster. So I think, you know, she and she's thriving, like she picked the school because of, you know, because of the academics, because of its location, because of, you know, the feeling that she got when she when she walked around. And, and now, you know, she's thriving in soccer because she picked the school based on what would make her the most happy. And so, um, you know, really, really good answers from you, too. I think that's awesome.
1: Can I tell? Such,
5: such a good question.
1: Can I challenge you guys again? Uh, did you both have you already had the conversation with your family
5: about how you're going to pay for college? Jack,
2: um, I haven't yet. Um, you haven't? Like not yet. Well, we've had like smaller discussions because I've gone on like tours where they've kind of discussed like financial aid and stuff like that. So we've had like small ones, but I think also I've realized from what Glenn has said is D3 doesn't give athletic scholarships. So something that we've also looked at is, like, academic scholarships. Um, I don't think – I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think D3 gives athletic scholarships.
1: Correct. But, Jack, yeah. have you had the conversation? Yes. Yeah. They're, All right. They've offered to help. Cool. So you know the answer. Like that's the most critical thing is you need to know the answer because the worst thing that could happen is, boom! I got into my dream school. This is where I want to go. They haven't offered me a spot. I'm going to go play soccer here, and then you see that sticker price, and then you go, oh, that's that's way more. Like wow, that's shocking. Uh, how am I going to handle this? And the best thing is to know the answer today. Like why why not know it right now? And you might get great news. Hey, we've been stashing away. It's a bunch of cash underneath the couch We're, we got you covered. We're good to go. Or you may hear the bad news of, uh, you're paying for school all by yourself, figure it out on your own. And the last thing you want to do is find that out in March or April of your senior year. And then you've been thrown a massive curveball, and now you have to completely change your route. Know it now, know it as soon as you can. As soon as you go off this podcast, that's the conversation that I would have right away is how you plan on handling that. Cause it's not, it's not cheap guys. It's not cheap. It's getting more expensive every year. And, uh, but you're right, Emma, there are so, there's so much money out there. There's billions of dollars in scholarships every year that aren't used, aren't used. And you both are going to qualify for stuff. You guys, great grades, you're great students. Uh, I'm assuming you could write a good essay or do a good interview. So I would absolutely do the searching. You're going to qualify for a certain money out there. And both of you can knock down a lot of your payments and then have those conversations with the schools. And so you're talking to a public school coach right here, you're not gonna get much answer from me. We don't have the wiggle room that a lot of private schools do, but Brandeis is a private school. They may have different programs. They may have something that, hey, we can, we can help you out because you have this GPA. I mean, I have heard of kids going to schools that are 70, 80 grand a year for three to $4,000 because they qualified for all of these other programs. And there was a great player, I'll give you an example. There was this kid down in Trinity, Texas, and we're playing against them. And I'm like, that kid doesn't deserve to be and This kid does not belong in D3. This kid is a starter on a great D1 program. So I'm talking to the coach. Kid's an awesome kid too. Talking to him after the game. I'm like, what happened, man? And he goes, well, I I got a bunch of scholarship offers, but I qualified for 97% of my, my scholarship here at this school. And that's, I can come to school here for like 12 grand over four years and get this awesome education and play soccer. And it was a no brainer for him. So Definitely go do your homework on that. Look it up. There's so much money out there that's not being touched. And you can drive down both of ours and Brandeis's prices right now. I mean, you can get after it. But no, you have to know what your parents and your family's got planned for you. Unless you're rolling in it already with some Instagram fame that we don't know about. All right. So I don't know. There's a lot of rich kids out there nowadays. Hey,
0: question to you. Uh... Mary and Justin, um, when, so I've seen this question posed a lot from the recruit side, when should they be having the financial discussion with you guys as coaches? At what point in the process is it kind of appropriate to, to chime in with that?
3: Uh, Honestly, as early as possible. Um, you know, I think, you know, I I don't want to waste that player's time and vice versa, you know, I, I if they're really, really excited about Brandeis but, you know, don't have the capacity or the opportunity or, you know, don't qualify for, you know, financial aid or the programs that that Justin's talking about, um, you know, it's really, really hard to make it happen. You know, we we don't offer athletic scholarships. So the sooner we know um where your family's at in terms of the financial piece, the better. Um, because that that allows us to have really super honest and real conversations about if this can become a reality. And sometimes it can be, and sometimes it's hard and and it can't be, you know, it is a really expensive school and, um, it's my like least favorite part, but it's, it's one of the most important parts of, of the decision-making process. So, um, just like you want, you know, really good people, um, in your program. We also want, um, our our students to be able to feel like they can keep their head above water and that their family can as well. And I think, you know, if you have those conversations sooner rather than later, you can, you can get ahead of it.
1: Yeah. As early as possible. It's, it's pretty much as important as do you have the grades to get into Christopher Newport or Brandeis? I mean, we need to know that uh, pretty quick. And the best part for you guys is to not only know the answer from your family right away, but jump into the FAFSA and get your ducks in a row on financial aid and, and, you know, there's, state stuff out there. There's national stuff out there and jump into it as soon as you can, because that's going, that's going to open more doors for you. It's going to help the conversation go along quicker. And, uh, who knows, they may find something that you're like, Oh, wow, this is true about you. This is cool. You actually qualify for this. And then you go to Brandeis and they're like, we actually have a program for kids just like that. And next thing you know, you, you just cut it in half again or something like that. And so, uh, just, it's a lot of homework on your own part, but it's, it's so worth it because you're talking, tens of thousands of dollars a year that you get to save. I mean, it's you definitely don't want that when you're 22 years old and you're graduating, you're trying to find a job and you have a lot of bills that you have to pay. I mean, you want to get that thing down as fast as you can.
3: And I think, you know, the the schools have now made it a, a lot easier i believe uh, this is true that every school in the country has a net price calculator so you should be able to log like google you know brandeis net price calculator and and get a little small gist of what that that could look like so you know as you start to visit these campuses and and meet with coaches like you can have a little bit of insight as you you know enter their office and Say hey, yeah, like I did this, and this is what what it showed. Is is this accurate? Is there anything else that the school might offer that I don't know about? Um, you know, is there uh, ways that the university can reduce this? Or you know, there's there's tons of questions that you can ask. Mm-hmm.
2: So, um,
3: and and the research opportunities are there on, on every college website.
1: And it's a pretty accurate calculator too. I mean, it's not exact but it's going to be pretty darn close
0: yep um emma jack more questions
2: um one of my final questions was what's the best way for a player to know if a school is considering them and continuing to evaluate them versus they're just not a good fit for your program
5: i'd say ask sorry sorry Sorry, go ahead go ahead go ahead
1: cut you off Mary? can you repeat the first part again i think i know what you're trying to ask but i didn't i didn't hear the first part
2: like what's the best way for a player to know if a school is considering them and like continuing to evaluate them versus they're just not interested
3: yeah and justin i was just saying you know it's a perfect question to ask you know if um you're reaching out and saying hey mary like i'm a 25 and you know I'm, i'm starting to narrow down my list. Like, you know, am I still on your list? Can you share with me how where you're at in, in terms of your twenty fives? Like those conversations are super helpful both ways. Like I love asking, you know, the same question Justin asked you. You know, where are you at in your process? How many schools do you have left on your list? Cause then, you know, that allows us to know, you know, how where where we're at with you and, and vice versa. I think the more transparent, the better. And I think, you know, the more honesty you get from a coach is like that that's what you're going to get when you know you go and play for them you want a coach that's going to be honest with you if they're like hey you know emma we're we're still still looking we're still really thinking about you we we want to come see you play again um you can ask and say hey you know what else do you need to see from me in order to make a decision um how many more times do you want to see me before making a decision um, you know, do, do you recommend me coming to your ID camp in order for you to make a decision? So you can keep asking those questions until you get the clarity that, that you need. And, and I, I love that because again, you're advocating for yourself. You're trying to figure out, you know, what, what's going to work for you, what your future is going to look like. And, and I think that's a totally fair thing to do. Um, so just, just keep asking those questions. And
1: yeah, it's, it's all about timing, right? I mean, if, uh, if I, like, Jack, if you ask me right now, I'm like, I don't know, man, like, I, I need to see you play and let's, let's get this thing going soon. Um, but after I've seen you play a couple of times, you're with your team. Maybe I saw you at a camp or something and then I, it's, it's time. It's time to ask, I'm like, am I on your radar? Where am I? And Think of it this way. This is the worst part of the job for me is saying no. I like, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. There's so many good kids out there that I really, really liked as kids, like their family, but I can't take a hundred kids a year. I wish I could because there's a hundred kids that I like a year. And so I'm not going to just hop online and tell like, ah, no, 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 no. I'm not just going to offer that. And so the, the, you need to know though, I'm all about honesty. I'm all about transparency. So if you call and you ask me and I've seen you a few times, you're going to get honesty and you're going to get transparency out of me. I'm going to give you a story though, of how it could go the wrong way though. So there was a girl that I uh, had interacted with a bunch. Uh, I wasn't coaching her. But she was playing one year younger, I think, than the team I was coaching. So I interact with her a ton. Awesome kid. Pretty good player. Had her sights set on one school. And she's in her senior year. It's pretty late. And she says she's going to their ID camp. And I just looked at her and I said, well, how many ID camps is that now? And that was going to be her fourth ID camp at that place. And I said, all right, how many times they come to watch your awesome club team play? Really good club team. And she said, oh, they've been to like four or five games. I said, okay, so they've almost seen you 10 times, and they just told you they need to see you again. I said, they're done. They're done. You're not going to school then. I I just had to be blunt with her because she didn't do the homework. She didn't like, hey, I need to know, like, am I one of your wingers or not? Am I someone that you're actively recruiting or not? If you just tell me you need to see me play, it's like, all right, well, you can say that to 100 kids. Why are you saying that to me? You've already seen me play. And so getting after the coaches, if they've seen you play a few times, it's time to start getting some really good feedback from them. And, uh, you know, if you're getting some roundabout answers or whatever, that's kind of a story. They're telling you a little bit of a story there. I know, you know, I've been guilty of it. I'm sure there's coaches that have done it. I'm sure. And it's giving you like, all right, this is kind of kicking the can down the curve. This is all right. You've seen me five times. What do you need? Why do you need to see me again? without more feedback, like go ahead and this is your time and your money and your four years. It's time to start getting some concrete. This is where I stand with you, Emma. This is where I stand with you, Jack answers. You need to know that stuff. If it's, if it's been three or four times, I would say it's probably, it's probably
5: time to get some, some honesty. Yep.
0: Good answer. Coach Chesham. Um, you guys have anything else? Uh,
4: oh, just Yeah. For the 2024 class, how late do you think this for this class? Do you think would be too late to start conversations with like a coach or start conversations with you
1: for a player? Well, it's not too late today. I'll tell you that right now. And it's a good question. And that question is probably gonna be different every year like you just heard coach mary said she lost 10 girls that's a different recruiting class than if she just lost three girls you know it's a it's just, you're gonna get different answers so that's a great question you need to ask coaches like what is your timeline for my class that's a great question uh so Christopher for newport men's soccer for this year's class we have zero committed and i'm about to graduate 11 and i had one kid step away from the program so i'm losing 12 guys this year um According to my president, I need to bring in 20, uh, just teasing a little bit there. So, uh, but I would (laughs) like to bring in probably eight or nine to replace those 12 and, uh, I have zero right now. So still wide open. You're a really good player and you want to come play at CNU. Yeah. uh, I, I would take your email today. Uh, but you know, we got the tournaments coming up. We've got five, four offers. One kid just committed to play football somewhere. So how about that one? Um, But uh, yeah, so now's the time, uh, but great question. And that's something you got to ask all the coaches because you're going to hear
5: all of us have different timelines.
0: And one thing that you've said more than one time on here is that, you know, look at the roster, see who's graduating. Um, I, I guess it is a little confusing right now because of COVID. You know, kids might have another year of eligibility and be hanging out for another year. But um, you know, get a get a rough sense of you know what the roster should look like the next year as well. So, um, anything else, coaches? You got anything?
1: Big thank nice. you to you both. Good for you both. of You awesome job. I hope that you go to one of your top five schools. I hope you get to play too. Um, I'm rooting for you both. And uh, Jack, I'm looking forward to your email. Okay, buddy. All right, thank I need to. All right. So I can watch you play soon. And thank Emma, you, tell mom. Noah that thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Make sure you tell Noah that, um, you know, just
0: give him a hard time and yeah. say cheese was, was bagging on him on
1: the podcast or something. Yeah. <laughs> we spent an hour giving Noah a bunch of trash. Okay. That's all. that. Yeah. Do. Okay.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thank you
0: all very much. Um, Jack and Emma, thank you so much. Uh, you know, best of luck to you guys. Um, and, uh, you know, coaches, best of luck to you guys the rest of the way. Thanks, Scott.
3: Thank you. Really, really nice meeting you all. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, you.
0: Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tales from the Trail podcast by Matchplay. Please take an extra minute to rate and review the podcast for you listen. This is an enormous help to me. Share the podcast with whomever you think would be interested and will help in their process. Check us out on social media as well. The links can be found at matchplayrecruit.com. See you on the trail.